True. Well, and he's a late bloomer. And I don't know that I would go in by myself. I'd call Joe and I'd, ca- I'd be like, dude, are we going back to Jumanji today? Let's I'm do ready. this. <laughs> you ready to die? Oh, like- yeah. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. Ian Anderson. Some shit. And today we have a very special guest host, Joe Gold. Hey, guys. Welcome, Joe. Thanks for joining us, man. Happy to be here. I thought you were doing finger guns when you did special guest, and I was like... <laughs> Or quotation marks. And I was like, that's not very nice to our special guest, JJ. But Joe is special. Oh, geez. In so many ways. <laughs> hey, he wasn't flicking them off. So no, I saved that for you, you two idiots. No. <laughs> All right. Javier exclusive. Whatever oh, you do, schnozzle. Yes. Douche nozzle. All right. So if you guys haven't already, please hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. It helps us grow the podcast. Also. We're coming up on your last chance to get in on our giveaway. Uh, We are giving away four $25 Amazon digital gift cards. You have three chances to enter. One, visit our website, whatsourverdict.com. Subscribe to our mailing list, which will include in the future very soon uh, exclusive content, updates, more contests maybe, or giveaways. We'll let you know. Two, send a message from our contact us page on the website. And then three, follow us on Facebook or Instagram and tag two people in any of our Monday new episode posts. So you get up to three entries, get doing it because we will accept those entries up until the 12th of August. And then we'll announce the winners, four of them during our episode on August 17th. So fun times. All right, gents, this is our trial series. We're going to discuss the facts of a movie, pass judgment, and let you, the listener, know the verdict. So today we're reviewing Jumanji The Next Level. It was released in December of 2019. It was written by Jake Kasdan and Jeff Pinkner and directed by Jake Kasdan. It stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Karen Gillan, Aquafina, Nick Jonas, Danny DeVito, and Danny Glover, like six other people. And I put the list together and was like, I'm not reading all those. That's a lot of damn people in this movie. In Jumanji, the next level, the gang is back, but the game has changed. As they return to rescue one of their own, the players will have to brave parts unknown from arid deserts to snowy mountains to escape the world's most dangerous game. Let's go. Spoiler free. Joe, let's start with our special guest. Tell oh. us what. Tell us about this movie. Spoiler free, sir. Lead All us the off. pressure here. <laughs> okay. Uh, spoiler free. This movie, yeah. everyone knows Jumanji. Everyone knows the classic Jumanji. Obviously, now they've put a new twist on it. This is the second new twist of Jumanji. Uh, I'm a huge video game person, so obviously this was my life. Or at least I wished it was. This is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I love the twist of Jumanji. I love uh, that they now, instead of being a board game, who no one really loves them anymore, you just play them to do the family thing. <laughs> it is like video games. This is goals. Like, I wish this could have been real. I would love to go into Jumanji. I'd love to do what these guys did. Yeah, I don't really know... Uh, <laughs> know what else to say without uh giving stuff away because i got a lot of stuff to say about the movie obviously we know how i feel about it so far i think it's a great synopsis sounds like you enjoyed it and you wish you were in it so i'll jump in i hey look i i liked i grew up on the classic the original jumanji robin williams rest in peace man i miss that guy so funny such a great movie i was really skeptical about the first re like reboot not reboot 
but continuation of the story. I really liked that they paid homage to the first one. I enjoyed it. This one, I was even more skeptical. I was like, how do you do this again? But they did pretty good. This is my first time watching this movie. I hadn't watched the second one up oh, until wow. yesterday. So I watched it last night with Casey, and I watched it again today. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. There were parts that I didn't love so much, but there were parts that I thought they did better than the first new version of Jumanji. So a lot of great things. I recommend going and watch. It was a lot of fun. Matson. If you're looking for a movie that accurately portrays old people and how they repeat <laughs> things and, and have multiple questions and never really understand what's going on, especially when playing a game, I, it just made me think of my parents and how many times I had to explain the rules of said board game that we were playing. God forbid we were trying to play a video game. Hell no, Joe. Ain't trying to do that with my parents. It won't work. Uh, that That's one thing I really loved about this movie. I, I really did, especially uh, want to give a special call to Kevin Hart uh, when he was playing what milo but acting kind of as danny glover i thought he, i mean i thought he did exceptionally for that role on the same side of things i didn't like the rocks portrayal as much at times it came off as just kind of annoying which i get was the point but it just didn't work and hit as well as kevin hart's character like i just thought he nailed being an old slow talker <laughs> it just made me just made me laugh a ton this movie as a sequel I think was successful enough with the laughs and the brand this movie's created, but the emotional ties that the the first reboot gave us did not hit as well as it did in the second one. I thought it was a little lackluster there, and there was definitely some plot liberties they took to make this happen where it just it just doesn't make sense in to me in why this next level would have gotten started. But all that being said, very funny movie accurate portrayer of old people old people if you listen to this i will be old at some point too don't worry i'll get there and if you're if you like the first one you're going to like this one i just think you're going to like it a little less ian bring us home on our spoiler free yeah you bet um i'm kind of opposite i think if you like the first one you might like this one a little more because i was coming into this one wondering how are they're just going to do the exact same thing and the twist that they throw in there like it had me laughing and i was kind of surprised to see the actors do something a little bit different um like has already been mentioned kevin hart act a different acted a different character for like the first time in any movie that i've seen him in he's always been the same character (laughs) this is like the first time that he did something different and he did it really well yeah everything else i think has already kind of been mentioned so I won't rehash that. Glad that they didn't try. I I think JJ kind of already might have touched on this, but I'm glad they didn't try and go back to the very first Jumanji and pull stuff out of that. They've created something new and they're continuing with that. And I think that's a smart move. Cool. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, everybody. All right, guys, you know the drill. If you've seen this movie, hang out with us. We're going to spoil this thing. If not, go watch it. Come back. Pick up where you left off. But uh, let's go ahead and spoil the shit out of this thing. I'll start because... Matt and Ian both talked about the fact that Kevin Hart cracked me up, but I'll tell you who really got me. That's Jack Black. <laughs> so when he comes in his fridge, like the whole time he was fridge, I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. Every time he spoke as fridge, I lost my shit because he, he hit some of these nuances of that nomenclature of the culture. And I was just dying that character, the way I was like, this is great shit. And then they swap and he was like, he's played every character except Spencer at this point. 
and he does it just perfectly. And I was I was kind of enamored with it, which I'm not usually a Jack Black fan. So the fact that he I was laughing at Jack Black 90% of this movie was amazing. But I loved Kevin Hart as well. He caught Danny Glover's mannerism so perfectly. Like I was just giggling the whole time. What do you guys think? Jack Black plays such a good female because he's <laughs> he's dang good at it to the point I'm because he's so good at it. I'm like I would watch another movie with Jack Black like like almost a Freaky Friday style where he is has an out of body experience and turns into a female and has to figure out how to get back to being a male. I don't know. It'd be a pretty funny movie because that's basically what he's doing. Oh yeah, I'd watch it for sure. <laughs> no question about it. <laughs> I thought I'm gonna butcher pronunciation. Aquafina. 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 Like the I water. She did. Oh, Aquafina. Oh, yeah. I thought she did an excellent job of doing Danny DeVito better so than Spencer. Oh, yeah. Did. Much better than The Rock. Spencer. Yeah. The yeah. Rock kind of I will I will say this. So I watched it last night and The Rock annoyed the shit out of me the whole yes. time when he was Danny DeVito. But today when I was watching it, it didn't bother me as much the second time. Like I started to catch that it wasn't as bad as I thought and I think it was probably just the shock value of how different he was sounding, the fact that he was acting. Because then I started going back, and I thought about, he was in a movie, and I trying to think, I've been trying to think of the name of it all day, and so I just got to, but he played, it was with John Travolta, he played Get Shorty, the second Get Shorty, Be Cool. So it was called Be Cool, and he played this bodyguard, this gay bodyguard, bouncer guy, and it, he was perfect. And he had some of the same, but he didn't have the the deep New York accent, but other than that, I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel it. The second time I enjoyed it a little bit more, but it bothered the shit out of me the first time. It still bothered me. Joe, you cringed. Did you like the Joe? Did you like <laughs> it, the rock? It sucked. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm a child. When it comes to movies <laughs> or anything, you know, I mean, I hear a fart noise, I start giggling. It, it doesn't take much for me. And I mean, the rock and Kevin Hart, I mean, together, it, life doesn't get better than those two either. No. And I, I think the two of them, I, I get what you're saying with uh, he didn't play it so great. But at the same time, you know, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover's friendship mimicked The Rock's friendship to me. I mean, I don't think anyone could have played the reverse roles any better than the two of them. I, I loved it. I thought they were hilarious. I, I wasn't even paying attention to to anything that could have been so bad or sounded wrong just because I, I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I love these two guys. And honestly, they're pretty young, fit guys. And to be old, feeble, <laughs> old guys here, and I'm, just, uh, I, I'm grouching like old people do. I, I It was incredible. It was perfect. I've heard it a million times. And going to play bingo with my grandma as a kid i mean it, <laughs> it was perfect i don't think they could have done it any better and i i didn't notice any any issues with them cheating uh chit-chatting together and stuff it it was great See, the only the only area i just disagree is i i liked how the rocks had the portrayal of danny devito i just wish they wouldn't have done more so the voice and just left it more normal and it would have really it would have hit for me i get why they wanted to remind us that he was danny devito but at the same time None of those other characters that were the younger versions, the teens, they didn't have any different vo like voice changes in the actual characters that acted them. They just had different vocabulary and things like that. So if they just kept the rock with the old people vocabulary, again, old people, we love you. If they had done that, I would have liked it even more because he's just he still came off a little annoying, but it, it was more so just because of that. Otherwise, to Joe's point, 
I think it really worked. I, the banter between The Rock and Kevin Hart was awesome. And the height difference, I mean, again, you couldn't have done that any better. <laughs> super tall and super short. Perfect. Yeah, because Danny Glover is a large man, and Danny DeVito is not. Danny DeVito is like a he, – he definitely is the epitome of when you get old, you get small. He has done that. He has compressed his spine. To the point of which no I don't return. know how because he was short anyway. Yeah, he was so he's never been a big guy, but yeah, he's very he's, he's tiny, but he cracks me. He's so big, and I think that's why I enjoyed like the second time that juxtaposition of the two, where you got this giant human of the rock, and he's playing this normally little guy that has to be so outgoing and so boisterous to get himself seen, which is Danny DeVito's thing. So I. I got a kick out of that, but I, his voice bothered me the first time I watched it. I won't lie, because he high pitched it, which I was like, I think it would have been even funnier to have him talk in lower voice. But I did love. I will say when they first realized and they were look and they start realizing they can move, and, and Kevin Hart's like oh. lifting his legs up. He's like, I got one of those, and I got that. Look at that, I got that too. And I'm just like, I can only imagine someone. Cause shit, dude, I'm 40 years old and I wake up in the morning and go, somebody's like, Oh, I hurt my neck. I mean, what'd you, I heard it on a fucking pillow. I, it, you know, it's not like it takes much for me to be sore and I'm 40 years old. So I can't even imagine being, you know, 60, 70, 80 plus and the, the pain and discomfort that can come from just your body starting to go. But, and then Brian like fully revived in like this perfect video game body. That shit. I would imagine that that's exactly what you would do. Oh, look at this. <laughs> I got <laughs> one of these. Like butter. <laughs> yeah, so good. So I, yeah, I really enjoyed that part. Can I talk about something that bothered me about the plot? Because in the, the first new movie, when they all got sucked into the game, they were in the basement, right? That's where they were. No, they were in the school. If I'm right, they were in the they school. Were in, the basement in the school. Yeah. So, what makes it different that they're in the basement of a house and then this game suddenly starts to suck people in from different parts of the house? Why not? Why didn't it do that in the first? I just, it annoyed me. Because I know it was it's a really broken. Yeah. It's because the game was broken. So All when he right. put it back together, it was put Stupid. back together wrong. Like that's, it sparked. And that's why I didn't let them choose their avatars either. All right. That said, that okay go. that makes a little sense to me, but I still think it's so stupid that Spencer's character is like, I'm gonna go find this game, I'm gonna make this game again, and I'm gonna go in there knowing no did he did he ever have the thought that hey, my friends are gonna have to come find me and get back in here, or is he stupid enough to realize I'm gonna do this all on my own? I'm not going to die. That's not a problem with the movie. I just think Spencer's a stupid person. Maybe he assumed it was like most video games and you can play single player or multiplayer. <laughs> well, from playing the first time, it didn't seem like a single player game because the last person was in there for 20 years. Well, that's because he picked the wrong character. <laughs> <laughs> and he was kind of a chicken shit. He lost a couple lives and got freaked out and wouldn't leave his little camp. And Spencer's not a chicken shit. If you paid attention, Joe <laughs> Jonas, whatever, or Nick Jonas... He was the beyond the chicken shit to the point where he said 20 years he learned how to go shopping in a video game. <laughs> I mean, that's what he felt like doing is going shopping. He wasn't going to go and play the game. Spencer doesn't even know how to breathe. He has to use an inhaler. But Spencer knows if he gets in the game, he's a badass rock. Which is what he was trying to be. He he wanted the bravery. He had, he had the struggles of the real, real world and... He he made those friends in the game. His thought was, you know what? I'll never be as good as I was in that game. Let's go back there. 
Okay, escape the real world, go back there. And you know what? I can't tell you how many times we played Destiny. And I said, you know, I could do this better myself than with this team. (laughs) (laughs) Half the time I was right. Half the time I was wrong. I I still did it. Oh, yeah. JJ, you taking offense to that, being on that team? No, because Joe's not wrong. Because I've been on the same. I've like. There's been times that I've almost like instant messaged Joe and be like, "Dude, do you want to just break off and you and I can go duo this thing?" Because oh, there have been times that many have instant messaged me saying that yeah. <laughs> we're a family, we stuck together. Bro. Hell yeah! Well, no, I, there's been a couple times I, I yeah we've played and like Joe and Snuff and been like. Hey, so we're just going to wipe until this dude quits and then find somebody new. <laughs> and it worked. I mean, we made it work, but we always have our core. And it's funny that Joe talks. And I really think it's great that we did this movie with Joe on here because Joe, we play fuck, the amount of hours we have in Destiny and Overwatch and all this shit together. And it's true. Like, I play video games to get away. And I was telling Casey this the other night. I was like, Cause she's like, I just don't understand the love of video games. I was like, it's because I it takes me away from all the bullshit, right? Like I, all the shit that life throws at you. It's life's hard. It's challenging. It's tough across the board most of the time. It's good. I love my life, but it's hard. There's challenging parts. But I'll tell you what, it's very rare. As salty as I can get, and Joe will tell you, I get pretty fucking salty sometimes. I still have more fun on a bad night of gaming than I do on a pretty decent day out without games and so and it's true some of my best friends like like joe and snuff and john and Corey, even though he's a little funny and then barry bunch of berries oh, barry. Barry. good i hope he doesn't listen to the podcast i love you barry yeah so and there's a bunch of these guys that no matter how much like even like phantom do you remember phantom joe phantom menace yeah <laughs> This guy and I clashed all the time. But if he were to actually reach out to me, like I would have a hard time saying, no, I'm not going to jump on and play with you. So I get where Spencer's coming from in that, look, this was where he got away. He had a great time. And yes, there's the chance of dying, which is a little stressful. But at the same time, he thought he was going back to be. <laughs> okay. Hey, look. Little, hold up. Hold up, JJ. You right now, you have the chance to go return to Last of Us 2 and you're going to just go back in and not be thinking about, hey, I might die. What's Casey going to think about that? What's my family going to think about venturing back into zombies? Because basically, Jumanji, not a whole lot different than that. Because you get eat by rabid baboons. You can explode from a, an ostrich pecking you. Giant snake out of a tree. Yeah, but, whatever it may be. That's that's not a little thing to worry about. But here's, are- the, <laughs> here's the difference, though. The Last of Us, no, because there's not a Bravestone in the last of us dr bravestone prior to this version had no weaknesses other than the person who's playing him put me in a bravestone i'm pretty damn good at video games put me in dr bravestone i'm not that concerned it's just a touch of stress (laughs) Uh, i mean honestly bravestone aside who wouldn't want to go in a video game as the rock to legitimately physically be the rock i mean i mean i I guess the limits to that oh yeah i mean i I'd much rather like to be the rock in like a WWE video game knowing I'm just going to beat the crap out of people and not have the chance of like necessarily dying. But to your point, Joe, oh yeah, like bring it on, dude. I'll freaking inflate my muscles. <laughs> the problem is, is I'd go into that game and I'd end up in Jack Black's body and be like, fuck, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's like there was Nobody no change. The map guy. Yeah, except I can read a map. That's it. That's it. Hey, I thought you were gonna say you'd, you'd go in and and you'd be Ruby Roundhouse and just start touching her boobs. I'm on for that too. I, <laughs> I don't know anyone that wouldn't. I I have no shame. I'm in. Like you, may, yeah. Game on. Sold. I'd, I'd be like Bethany in the first one where she's obsessed with with this penis. That's all she could think about for the first little while. Is this thing just gets in the way. I, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I definitely would be okay being Ruby Roundhouse. All right. Well, to both of your points, like I can see that being a reason why you'd want to return to feel stronger, to feel more like what you want to be. But I guess I'm also just injecting a little bit of realism, knowing how dangerous that game is. You think you'd think about it a little bit more before you just go into it. But he is a late teenage early young adult we all make stupid decisions and that was probably one of them true well and he's a late bloomer and i don't know that i would go in by myself i'd call joe and i'd, I'd be like dude are we going back to jumanji today bitches let's right. do this <laughs> you ready to die <laughs> like, oh yeah like, we, what a way to fucking die though <laughs> see i didn't mind that so much as and i'm not to skip to the end because i think feel like we do that every time but the thing that got me was the horse sprouting wings at the end. Like, I just felt like they wrote themselves into a corner and they're like, all right, he's up in the air. We have no way to get to him. How do we, how do we get out of this? I know the horse can have wings. He can fly. And that's how they like got out of it. So that was more of a problem for me than like Spencer going into the video game. See, and it's funny that you say that because we were watching it. Casey and I were watching it at night. As soon as the horse came in. So when Bethany and the, and Jonas's character came in, I was like, oh, that's going to be a Pegasus. I was like, 100 bucks. This this horse has wings by the end of this damn movie. Casey looked at me. She goes, duh. <laughs> I was like, fuck, okay. You got me. But yeah, I, I was even okay. And that's what I think I love about this movie is because it does feel like video games where, hey, you just leveled up. That's all it was. New characters. Shit, yeah. Level that shit up. Well, and the funny part is, is he flies up there and he doesn't even save the rock. It's not like Dr. Bravestone <laughs> needs his ass. It's, he just got to get through the clouds. That's all. Yep. I loved it. <laughs> if we're going to talk about the end for a second, the other massive plot thing they jump out of. So if Danny Glover's character, Milo, makes the decision, hey, I'm going to stay in this video game. How do they explain when he doesn't come back and the last place that he was was in Spencer's house eating breakfast to the to his family or whatever? I'm just like, uh, he he's gone. Like, uh, like let's we could we could bury like a picture of him or whatever. Like, how does that work? He's got nobody. That's what he was saying. Like nobody. Yeah, he talks about the fact that his wife's dead, right. and he doesn't ever mention kids. So the assumption is he's got. There's nobody going to be like, "Where the hell's dad?" Or, dad you know I mean? Well, I hope they got his money. He's got Eddie. He had Eddie. He had then, Eddie. You know, he yeah. just found Eddie again, and then they had to go apart. That was he's like, look, man. If I have a choice things. of being a Pegasus and dying of cancer, is that even a choice? So here's my question, though: If you had the if you had the choice of all the characters, would you still choose the Pegasus? Probably. Yeah. Either that or the rock. So, and here's the problem. If I'm one of the human characters, someone's coming after my ass at some point, right? If I'm the Pegasus, I'm just flying, bitches. See you I later. Like I get sick of flying all the time, though. Hell and not well, ever having a conversation. Wouldn't someone chase you? Wouldn't someone want to ride you? 
That's true. Everybody would be after you. But she said, I'd come find you. That was a subtle, that's what she said, Matson. I like that. (laughs) No, I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, so fuck, I'll make some money. You got to do some shopping. I need some hay. I'll sell, I'll sell horse rides, flying horse rides. JJ, I think you'd go mildly insane because you'd think in English, but you'd be going, (laughs) 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 I don't don't know what that, what that would do to you after 20 years. For our listeners, I want to know what you feel like FU sounds like in horse language. How would you tell? So what, what, what would that sound like? Give it to us. Why oh, you put me on the spot here? I'm not good at that kind of sound effect. <laughs> I want to know what it sounds like. <laughs> I can't even. Fuck you. <laughs> Something like that. But that was that was still a little bit too English. But I'll give it to you. You got a little of the nays in there. Yeah, it's not really fun if they don't know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> um, you know what? So I will tell you this about the movie: is there was a point in the movie. I enjoyed it up to a point because of like Jack Black, like I said, he stole the show for me for most of that movie. I did enjoy Kevin Hart and it kind of disappointed. I felt a little disappointed when they went back to the other version. So I, I was glad the rock wasn't talking as high pitched. The Danny, De- that switch I liked because Aquafina killed it as Danny DeVito, like Ian said, but I missed Jack Black. I didn't like Jack Black as fridge or as uh bethany again like like it's okay like it was funny in the first one but i loved him so much as fridge that it really i was like oh so it was almost like this letdown that oh there goes my that sense of humor that i miss because i kevin hart's just kevin hart when he's fridge to me and so i and yeah so i was really i was a little let down at that that one i didn't like i wish they'd have left i understand why they had to switch them but i would have enjoyed just a little longer with Jack Black as Fridge. Or if Fridge would have switched and said, you know what, I actually like being this guy, even though he hated him. Like, I, yeah, I thought that was, that was the only thing that was really rough on me through the movie. because I was, I, And it was really just the thing that it, he made me laugh so much. I was like, uh, bummed. All right, so we're talking about bad stuff? Yeah, yeah, and, let's uh, hear it. <laughs> this is the talk about whatever you that, want. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I didn't like, and I, oh, I love the movie. I love it so much. So it's hard to say this, but I know it's a video game. I know it's whatever rules they make in the game and whatnot. But how do we go from? Obviously, we have Kevin Hart's uh, bag, which has all its goodies in it. Okay, so weapons like the nunchucks in the uh, in the dining hall, whatever you call that thing. Okay, I get that. Okay, and a lot of fists flying everywhere. But then a bazooka out of nowhere. (laughs) I mean, if they have guns, why doesn't the bad guy have guns? Why doesn't, uh, what's, uh, Roy uh, McCann? Oh, yeah. Jurgen? Jurgen, yeah. Why doesn't he have a gun? You know, I mean, as as the, the bad guys, you'd think, you know, if the little bad guy in the village could have a gun, (laughs) you'd think that maybe some others would. You'd think maybe this would turn into like a Call of Duty Modern Warfare kind of <laughs> Jumanji. So I, I, I did I didn't like Are you saying you didn't like the end boss? Is what I, you're I saying. Did, no, I, I would have loved if they never added the gun. That really threw me, even though it was such a little part and it was so funny, and I almost peed myself laughing. <laughs> they all just boom, gone. <laughs> But, I, I mean, you know what? Go, like, in the Mulan times where they're shooting that dragon head that explodes. I mean, that would have been more realistic to me in in the movie. 
I mean, I don't even know if there was a time error. And oh, oh, you know what? No, I guess on top of that, the hot air balloon. <laughs> it's like oh, fair man. enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. They kind of just mix some stuff up. That just that's a great point. Uh, it was a great movie, but they, it didn't feel like they should be in there. That's a great point. And I mean, even if they had done something where, like, if you move to a certain location, like, because in some games you have levels where there are no guns, right? Or Mm -hmm. you have lands and maybe, so maybe it's like this pathway where they go to that village and that village is more of like a smuggler's den village. And so that's why there's guns there. But then as soon as you go somewhere else, but they didn't give you that sort of break off. So that's a great point, Joe. I, I didn't even think about that. That there's just one random rocket launcher to kill the yeah. rock. <laughs> if you think about it, if you can make a a, a blimp, I think you can make a gun. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know the the logistics in that, but I think if you have the ability to build a whole blimp, I think someone could build a gun, especially if in the town over someone's got a bazooka. That's fair. Oh, that there was the that. First one they had guns, right? Like the yeah, first they one did. They had guns. He, that, he uh, fought the, the, the guys. Interesting. I never even thought just this random rock. Well, on the random rocket launcher that falls out of his bag and yeah. then blows up in front of him, and then they have oh, the yeah, one yeah. Yep. that I shoots the rock. That, yeah. yeah, what do I didn't even think about that? There's no distinction between having a blimp and not having guns. They're all fighting fist to fist in the dining mm-hmm. hall. Interesting take, Joe. I like that. Good insight. It was. It was a. What do you call that in video games? Why am I forgetting the? Not a glitch, but a. Or is glitch the right word? I mean, a glitch would work. Glitch in the Matrix. Loot box. Yeah, he can. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. <laughs> Switchblade bought a loot box. <laughs> he got some. He, he did some microtransactions. Got, got a Gallahorn out of it. That's right. Pay to win. Did some microtransactions and blew that fucker up. I like it. Oh, hell. I did love a lot of the one-liners, especially between kevin hart and the rock when they're playing milo and eddie like they were just like like has been said you can picture an old person saying that or like i, I wrote a couple of them down and one of them did i just kill eddie by talking yeah. to slow like he always said i would <laughs> i have that same one written down and he's like he studies the entire language on the way to the point <laughs> just like all these were super good one-liners or when like somebody dies and you hear that little ding and he's like oh there's my life alert gotta take my pill <laughs> like that one killed me me and ian have the same sense of humor because i literally have all three of those written on my list of one-liners oh goodness yeah any others jj that you'd pick out yeah so the jack black he's like shouldn't be a prop when he's talking about his weaknesses it's like heat running and or, sand. Yeah, oh, sand endurance. Yeah. endurance and he's like shouldn't be a problem we're only in the middle of a goddamn desert <laughs> <laughs> then he tries to do the burpee that shit killed me he gets stuck on the second one i do like when fridge goes back to being uh kevin hart and he starts throwing stuff out of his bag he's like that's why i'm the backpack guy i'm 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 the backpack guy. Like that's why I do this. And they're just like, yeah, okay, Fridge. Like, yeah, good job, buddy. Like you can pull stuff out of a bag. I laughed at Fridge. Like Jack, like when everyone got like the horse, the still a better character. Like, it was yes. just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite one-liner though. It's kind of a three-liner all in one, but it's when the Rock, it, when Danny DeVito's Rock's looking in the glass and he's looking, and he's like, this looks good. I look. So I'm my, my old self again. I haven't looked like this since. Yeah. Never. Never. I've never looked like this. <laughs> yep. I think my eyes are a different color. All of you is a different color. 
shit was great. I love too when he's hanging out when they're driving away and he's hanging out and he's got him by the leg when the freaking ostrich is trying oh, to pull yeah. him out. He's whole he's I saved you, I saved you, I saved you twice. <laughs> I saved you while you were getting attacked by an ostrich <laughs> and I was driving. Yeah, it was some great shit out of those two throughout the movie. I will say this though. I did get emotionally attached and I think part of it's like Joe said the the connection between the actors allowed for the connection in real life to make sense to me because even and both sets of actors played it very well. Danny DeVito, Danny Glover played really good in the few moments that they were in the beginning together. The Rock and Kevin Hart obviously play well together no matter what they're in. So they played together. So I will say that I mean I'm not going to say I freaking lost my shit and cried or anything, but I got I felt pretty emotional. I was like this is really hard this is a problem because who knows i mean what's it been that they said 20 years or 10 years or something that they hadn't been friends and now all of a sudden they found this friendship but they're having to split up one way or another because if danny glover stayed comes back to the real world he's gonna die if he stays in the game they're not friends again so i i was touched i thought that the story lent itself to that piece of emotion at the end i didn't buy any of the other teenage characters i didn't enjoy like i didn't have any emotional attachment to like any of them other than Spencer, because I could relate to wanting to be in the video game because you could be superhuman and fun and all that was cool. But I did I did look at that and say, man, a, a friendship lost and found at the end could be tough. So I, I did get a little emotional about that part. I felt that one deep in my bones. I I just the first the emotional ending of the first one where they meet. Um, what's that character's actual name? It's the Jonas brother, but they meet whatever the actor character name. Colin Hanks. Yeah, when they meet him at the end of the first one, the emotional ties that I had to that movie at the end were much, much stronger for me in the first new one than the second one. So I guess I kept comparing it to that. So it just it wasn't on the same footing for me. Madsen, comparison is the thief of joy. <laughs> well, And for me, it's funny that we said comparison is a thief of joy because I didn't love the first one the ending of the first one, them meeting him as much because to me it was predictable because it was pretty much the same ending as the original Jumanji. So the kids go back and they meet, even though he they didn't know him anymore because they there was no overlap there and they weren't born yet when he came back. Yeah, the fact that here was Robin Williams' character meeting these kids, it was the, to me it was the same. It was just a replay yeah. of that, just a little different, which was cool. And I'm glad, like I said, I love the way that they paid homage subtly in the first one to the original Jumanji. This one, I liked that it was just something different. So I, I think that's why I was like, oh, it's a neat little tie-in that doesn't have anything to do with the original. So Yeah, is anyone going to mention boss battles, like video oh. game boss battles? Yes. I mean, you're, you're Dr. Bravestone. I, I could have seen myself doing this. Okay, you've just been kicking ass all day, all right? Punching things left and right, flying across the world with a one punch. I mean, they're just going everywhere. And you walk up to the boss. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times in Destiny, I got this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you walk up to the boss, unload everything you got, nothing. Fucking stomp mechanics <laughs> your ass into a wall. <laughs> I died at that. I mean, that I've done a million times. I, I I never would have imagined seeing that actually happen. And I mean, I guess the world knows everyone's done that. <laughs> I mean, you just walk up and nothing to the boss and then just get your face kicked into a wall. I mean, like, it was great. Hell yeah. I loved it. And I'm glad that you bring up the boss too, because Roy McCann, he's, I love him from Game of Thrones and 
as the Hound. He was one of my favorite characters. And so it was really good to see him playing just this gnarly badass. But I, I enjoyed that, too. You know, he walks up, and he thumps his ass. He's like, what the just happened? Why did he not go flying through a wall? And the last thing I wanted to bring up, I don't know if any of anyone in this group has kids yet. I, I won't know if everyone that does. I don't know if Joe has kids, but when when um, the Jonas brother character, the guy that played him in real life, when Bethany goes to him and basically just says, hey, we need your help. And I get that he's indebted because he wouldn't have the life he has unless they helped him. But at the same time, man, like what an emotionally weighty decision to say, yeah, we got to go help these people. But hey, family of kids and wife and everything like what do you walk to your wife and say i've got to go play a video game i might not come back like take care of the kids like i love you i'm probably coming back but if i don't i died in a video game and your <laughs> wife's like why are you going You're like well they brought me out and then you know that's just not gonna go over well so they did they didn't even acknowledge really that thought process but when that happened to me that was just a really big plot liberty because i'm like well that's that's not an easy decision. Like, so I just thought that was interesting because me putting myself in that shoes, like I'm a loyal person, but at the same time, like, man, whew, I don't know. I don't know how you make that decision. I was surprised. That one actually surprised me that he came back. I thought it was just going to be Bethany in that body, in that avatar of Alex. I didn't expect, or of whatever the, his name is, but I didn't expect him to come back with her. So that one actually got me. I was like, oh, shit, there's two of them. I guess I just thought more about the weightiness where I was like, if I was him, I would ask, well, how many people are already in it? And when someone would have told me like, hey, the five of us are already there, I think I would have been like, well, like, I got kids. <laughs> and I just slammed the door. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and rate this movie. Ian, you start for us. Um. Yeah. So for what the movie is like being a comedy, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I thought the acting was done really well, especially having to play different roles like within the same movie. Um, I think that can be very challenging. I would guess. I don't know. I'm not an actor. I have a hard enough time being myself. <laughs> so I'm assuming it would be difficult. <laughs> Anyways, I really enjoyed it. I think I'd give it a three and a half. I'll give it a three and a half. I think that fits it well i'll probably end up watching it again because it does have some rewatchability to it it's got some fun laughs and going and reliving with with some of these characters is pretty entertaining especially with the milo and eddie it just kills me like i was i was busting a gut so yeah good movie matson yeah i'm gonna give this movie a three i think if it's a solid comedy movie it definitely has rewatchability especially if you're in a group of people and if you have that one friend or family member that you know is guaranteed to laugh which sounds like a joe or a jj i think any movie is increasingly more funny with someone like them i have one of those people in my family it's my little brother if you have someone like that this movie will go from a three to most likely a five but if you don't have that individual and it's just you and some kind of more boringish people it's probably a three but that being said it's a good sequel it's not a sequel that falls up flat on its face it has a lot of the brand that they built in the first one has some new clever jokes along the way i just didn't resonate as much with some of the plot liberties in the ending of the story and uh the rock's character at trying to act like danny devito was annoying to the point that it does hinder my excitement to watch it again but the jokes are there. The one-liners are definitely there. Go watch it. Give it a three. Joe. All right. So clearly, I love the movie. It's my first time voting with numbers. So uh, not, not <laughs> I thought you were about to say counting with, with numbers. 
Oh, I guess I'm going to have give it a four. I feel like I want to go higher, but I got to got to leave appropriate space for better movies. There are yeah, a Jurassic Park is still out there, man. <laughs> uh, uh, wait to have some fun with that one. <laughs> but uh, definitely a four. I absolutely love the movie. I love the concept. I love the original. And this just hit my generation so much better. I mean, it's it's Jumanji. It's everything that the original had. It was incredible. I loved it. It was funny. It, I laughing the whole way. There were little things that I brought up here that were wrong, but they didn't really bother me. I mean... <laughs> I questioned them after because I should question them. I mean, give and take here. But it was totally worth it. I love it. It was hilarious. It was fun. I will watch it again. This is actually my third time watching it. And I can't wait to watch it with company that may come over, my future children. I mean, it was hilarious. I can't wait for the next one. Because everybody better have watched it to the credits. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I didn't think it could get much better. But we're in for something huge, and I don't know how that's going to go. So definitely rewatching it, definitely a four, and I loved it. It's hilarious. It's a good, funny family movie, and if you're disappointed in it, I'm disappointed in you. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken well, sir. I love it. I agree with Joe. I enjoyed this movie and I didn't think that I would twice now. I like I said the one before it I didn't think and then coming into this one I was like how do you redo it? But I think they I think they outdid themselves. I really enjoyed this movie. Had a lot of fun with it. Is it the perfect movie? Not even close. But it's good enough for me to thoroughly enjoy rewatch. I give this movie a 4 on the comedy alone. If some of the just little things that bothered me would have been a five probably, but I think it's got tons of rewatchability. I'm excited to watch it again. I'm excited to finish watching it again and then watch it again, again. So looking forward to that. Really enjoy the movie. We want to take a a moment. Thank Joe for joining us. We appreciate you coming and being on the podcast, Joe. Thank you for letting me. I loved it. We love you guys. This was incredible. We appreciate it, man. We'll have to have you on again. Definitely. Cause I would love to watch you and Javier banter. So We'll uh, get you guys going on. Maybe we'll bring you in for Jurassic Park. That'll be great. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So, Matson, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Yeah. So before I do that, just to reiterate with our giveaway for those four digital Amazon gift cards, make sure you, one, visit our website and subscribe to our exclusive email list for some fun content. I think there'll probably be a couple things on it from this show. Second, Go to our contact page on our website, send us a message, give us a movie suggestion, tell us what you think. And third, go to our social media on either Instagram or Facebook, tag some friends. So you have three different ways to get an entry. So three chances to be pulled up for those four $25 gift cards. But where can you find us? Obviously, whatsourverdict.com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at What's Our Verdict. And then for our podcast, where you already know what you can listen Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, and many others, or just go to our website and play it in your own browser. Come find us, come listen, come follow. And for our next episode, we're going to be reviewing She Dies tomorrow, so check that out next week. That's our verdict, and we'll catch you on the next one. I guess I'll just say it. Cinemagic out. <laughs>